Hey guys, Ben Belak and Zach Goldsmith here for another provocative (laughs) episode of To Live and Buy in Los Angeles. Lots of people. A lot of people. We haven't done that in a long time. A lot of people are coming for buyers agents heads right now. However, we've been defining confidently our value proposition long before the recent surge in class action lawsuits. Well, we have to. We have a family to support. True. And we're good at our jobs. And we're passionate. Okay, so we polled all of our social media following, and we asked them for the top reasons they think we don't need a buyer's agent. Do not. Do not. Donut. Um, so today we're going to deliver the opposite point of view. We pulled our social media following and asked them for the top reasons why they don't think they need a buyer's agent. Do not. Yeah. So today we're going to deliver the opposite point of view. Many of you think that the agent's role stops at home search. Mm-hmm. And those are the people, I would imagine, who have never bought a house before. Ooh, okay. low blow. Well, enjoy the rental game. <laughs> All right. Here are the top six reasons you need a buyer's agent. Number one, directly from the agency disclosure, which defines what an agent is on the residential purchase agreement, it says the seller's agent's duties are as follows. A seller's agent acts as the agent for the seller only. Mm-hmm. A seller's agent or sub-agent of that agent has the following affirmative obligations. A fiduciary duty of utmost care, integrity, honesty, and loyalty in dealings. Wait for it. With, with the, the seller. seller. With the seller. Okay, but... So the question here arises, what about the care, integrity, honesty, and loyalty in dealings with the buyer? Exactly. What about the buyer for those of you that want to go direct? Number two, want to talk about negotiation. Okay. I just got a house under contract for $10 million that was listed for $13 million. My boy flexing now, huh? (laughs) It is a little flex. A buyer attempting to do this via the listing agent directly would be impossible. The listing agent sent over all these comparables, which I, for the buyer, had to dissect and rebut. A listing agent who helped price the property can't turn to the seller and do that on behalf of the buyer. No, so let's okay. So imagine if I am, if you have the listing on this and I'm the buyer, 13 million. Yes. I come to you and I'm like, Ben Bilak, mm-hmm. I want you to rep me on this property. Mm-hmm. I want to buy it for $10 million. You're going to tell me. I'm not even showing that to the seller. Number three, <laughs> for those of you that think, well, just let the buyer pay for the buyer's agent's compensation, that would adversely affect the buyer's purchasing power. Exactly. If a buyer has to pay their own agent, that's affecting their reserves. Mm-hmm. which can price them out of the price point and can price them out of the market entirely. Right, right. So let's just talk about what that is really quick. Okay. So if a buyer is putting down a 20% down payment and the bank says beyond the down payment, you have to have X dollars, any meaningful amount of those reserves 
have to go to the buyer's agent. The bank won't let you add that onto the loan amount. No. And so it may push the buyer down into a lower price range and everyone's already stretching. I, I, I completely agree. I think because I said it maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more than that, the seller's paying for the agent's commission incentivizes the buyer's agent to share their database, right? Mm-hmm. And be advocates for the home's value. I think like people can't even make a decision on what to order a restaurant. You think they can make a decision on which house to buy? <laughs> You got to be guided by the waiter. What's good here? What's by, your special? By the way, what do you know that I don't? Tell us number four. Okay, number four. How about inspectors? Inspectors uh. are a big part of the transaction. Keeping them at arm's length. Do we really want inspectors or attorneys recommended by Yelp reviews? We don't know these people. And also some of these inspectors are much better suited for different property types, mm-hmm. right? That's across the board. You have to know which ones to use when. I had a client who hired me to sell their house. When they bought it five years prior, they saw it going up. They talked to the developer who convinced them that they could save a few dollars by not using an agent. They under-inspected the house only because they didn't really know what to look for in this hillside neighborhood. And when I put it under contract, the buyer had a buyer's agent, tell them what to do. All of these latent construction defects arose. And like four months later, they sold the house for 15% less than what I had originally got their offer accepted to be. So So if you represented them at the time when they purchased it... We would have uncovered the right way and had it fixed, negotiated for the fix in dollars or bought a better house. Right. You brought up number five, which is many people think they can save money by going directly to the listing agent for two reasons. One, they think the agent will advocate for them because they're making more money. And then the other reason is they think it's possible that the listing agent, if they're representing both sides, will credit them money from their compensation, thereby buying dual agency. It just the potential savings are nowhere close to. What I know, you but haven't don't you get people coming to you on the listings that you represent asking all the time? You? Okay, and Zachary, I would like you to represent me on this property and save three million dollars. How? By the way, the the what I can give them the potential one percent mm-hmm. that I would kick back for representing both sides is far less than they would probably get if they had their own representative negotiating on behalf of them, especially someone I know and trust in the market. Mm-hmm. It just it, it, It's a huge difference that 1% doesn't stay. They're forcing a dual agent into a mediator role. And mediators, by definition, they get parties to compromise. You know, it's, it's different than having an advocate for you. An advocate um, for you is is that this is what we're talking about. Number six, uh-huh. an agent's resume of experience and mileage mm-hmm. not only serves the buyer when identifying and negotiating a home, mm-hmm. but can also be the difference in a different market in a bidding war. Oh my god, it definitely bidding can. War. I've had I've had a bunch of people come to me and they're like, just represent me, and then like. Uh, there will be no buyer's commission and I want it kicked in off the purchase price in like this super cute way. And like what I get from that as the listing agent is this is someone who 
I'm not going to be able to educate. And frankly, it has nothing to do with being like deceptive or duplicitous. People often need education um, that we've gotten over the years from vendors and painters or, or title officers or the Department of Building and Safety, whatever it may be. So um, I'd much rather say, Mr. Seller, I understand that if we go with this person, you may save a few dollars. But if we go with this agent who's representing this buyer is similar price and terms, um, we can count on a very low likelihood of an ejection midway through, which is a much bigger risk. Or to a you. renegotiation. Yeah, retrade because um, this agent over time does a really, really good job representing buyers and sellers. Agency relationships. I mean, in, a, in our local mm. market. I do the most deals with other agents that I know well. I know will work mm-hmm. for the deal mm-hmm. instead of work against it. Because ultimately, that's what the seller and the buyer want. They have a mutual need. The seller wants to sell, buyer wants to buy. It's about the agents bridging the gap. All right. So closing thoughts here. Buyers go through a lot of emotions during a home purchase process, no matter how many properties they've purchased. I can say that after having touched over 400 transactions. Um, Having a voice of reason and experience by their side not only helps them, but it helps the seller. And by the way, helping the seller via a buyer's agent versus dual agency generally is something that benefits both sides more. Oh, it's not. It's also. It. It's also not that dual agency can't work. No, no, we do it a lot. It definitely can work, but we become mediators versus advocates. Yeah, I mean, look, we've said it before. The seller paying the commission not only eliminates any pressure on a buyer's reserve requirements. Right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like doesn't limit them on what they can pay for a house. It incentivizes the buyer's agent to promote the house to their database. Yeah, their unique database. The buyer is helping the seller and in turn helping his own client to get the house. This is, especially in the information age when everyone has the information at their fingertips. I just thought of something funny. What? Like, let's say you saw like a dog found. You know how there's like a reward from the owner? Yeah. It's not like the reward from the finder. Owner's got to pay that. Oh, finder There's doesn't an come incentive in. Incentive to find the dog. The seller is incentivizing a buyer's agent to bring their corral and advocacy through the home. Hey, I found your dog. Pay me ten grand. <laughs> That's extortion. Now there's always an attorney on each side of a case. There should be a real estate representative on each side of a transaction. In my experience, that's where. You win. I think it's imperative to understand the benefits of having a great buyer's agent as your advocate on your side, quarterbacking the deal for your team. Plain and simple. Guys, hope you enjoyed this information and in current events, provocative and hopefully evocative episode of To Live and Buy in Los Angeles. We'd love to hear your objections. Send them over in the comments. And uh, we'd love to have a conversation about this. I'm at Ben Bellack. This is at Zach Goldsmith 24. And this is to live in buy in Los Angeles. Super bien. I think it's also important. Stop.